I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, Episode 99. Welcome to Simply Convivial, where we organize our attitudes before we organize anything else. Simply Convivial members grow in diligence and delight. Diligence comes from persistent practice, not instant perfection. Delight comes from working for God's glory, not our own. We continue to grow in both because we know we'll never attain either completely. So we walk in faithfulness, spur each other on to love and good works, and repent, rejoice, repeat. I know many times in the past I've been tripped up and frustrated by my own bad habits, by my kids' bad habits, and by how hard those habits are to change. One thing I realized, though, was that the real source of my frustration was that I pinned false hope on those habits. Habits are important, but they might not be the holy grail you are hoping for. Let's dig in. Habits, the secret for smooth and easy days? Years ago, when I had only quite small children, and I had immersed myself in books on educational theory, I latched onto an oft-quoted bit of wisdom from Charlotte Mason, quote, the mother who takes pains to endow her children with good habits secures for herself smooth and easy days. She's right, of course, but also wrong. I copied this quote out I don't know how many times. I returned to it again and again, always hopeful. Maybe this time I could do this thing, achieve this promised and elusive success. After a while, I pretty much gave up and figured she was probably right, but I just wasn't up to endowing my children with good habits. Our family must be a lost cause. For a while, all the habit talk sounded not only frustrating, but also condemning. Clearly, I must be doing something wrong. I was. First, I had latched onto this quote as a promise for an easy, hassle-free existence, where all my children would obey promptly and never cry over math or argue over their piano practice or sneak off to their room to play Legos during school hours. Second, I had latched onto this quote as a secret for making other people change so that I could secure for myself smooth and easy days without hassle or bother. My motivation was entirely self-centered. Good habits make life smoother and easier. We all run on habit, actually. The question is not whether we will have habits or not, but whether we will cultivate them consciously or let inertia and indulgence set the tracks that our default reactions will run on. A habit is an unconscious action repeatedly carried out. It includes not only such things as brushing your teeth or buckling your seatbelt or clearing your place after dinner, but also such fundamental things as how you respond to people and what tone or phrases you use with certain people. So good habits make life imminently more smooth and more easy than bad habits. We can avoid a lot of unnecessary conflicts if chores follow breakfast every day, if we automatically say please and thank you, if we habitually smile when we make eye contact. Cultivating good habits is a way of preventing conflict before it happens. It reduces the amount of willpower and decision-making that is required to make it through the day. 
We can consciously and intentionally build habits into ourselves and our children and our daily routines that will help us serve one another, love one another, be gracious to one another, not to mention get more work done with less fussing and bickering. Sounds great, right? Sounds like just the ticket, because boy howdy am I sick of fussing and bickering all school day long. The only problem is, I've known this secret to smooth and easy days since my oldest was a toddler, and it sure doesn't feel like I've ever succeeded with it. Good habits do not make life smooth and easy. There's a big difference, an enormous gulf really, between smooth and smoother, or easy and easier. When troubleshooting a difficulty, habit is a great perspective to look to. What bad habits are shuffling us back every day to this pain point? What good habits will most effectively address this situation? But attempting to root out the bad habits and cultivate the good ones is hard work, and it is never-ending work. Without even realizing it, when I was copying out that Charlotte Mason quote time and time again, What I was looking forward to was the time when I would have learned the secret habits, taught them to my offspring, and thus mastered life so that nothing required any effort on my part anymore. We would simply be a well-oiled machine, my work would be accomplished once and for all, and there would be no limit to what we could accomplish. Of course, this idealistic grand vision was very subconscious. Once I became aware of it, I knew it was foolish. But wanting the solution that provided not only the quick fix, but also the permanent fix, the one that would make life just not be so hard all the time, is a tempting desire, always ready to pounce and ensnare us with false expectations. Under expectations like these, we will always feel like utter failures. And life isn't going to be easy. If you smooth out one area of conflict, there will be another to replace it. If you replace one bad habit, you will suddenly unearth another one that you have to address. This can be frustrating and make it seem like there's no use because it's never-ending effort. But the Bible has another word for it, sanctification. If we gain one small victory, we are not done with the battle. We are called to fight this battle all our lives. And the battle is not about bad habits, but about sin, disobeying God's law, being unkind, being selfish. Habits can be a tool to help conquer sin because sin can become habitual and must be replaced with habitual obedience, but that is hard work. It is also good work. Just because it is hard and never-ending does not mean we are doing something wrong or we are failing in our efforts. As Galatians 6.9 says, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Let us not grow weary. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial audio blog. How many solutions have you hunted for in magazines, online, or with friends only to have them not work for you? Instead of trying to practice other people's solutions, We need to grow our understanding and application of the principles to fit our own lives and needs and callings. The primary universal principle for us as Christian homemakers is that our role is not to keep a clean house or have well-behaved children. Our goal is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Our job is to love God with all our hearts, souls, mind, and strength and our neighbor as ourselves. 
Our homemaking is simply an extension of that basic call, and whatever we do that is not an extension of that basic call is labor spent in vain. Reorient yourself to your role as a homemaker within Simply Convivial Membership, where we apply this principle across the board every time, every day. Visit membership.simplyconvivial.com to learn more.